Today's daily PBJ devotional readings are Genesis 7, Ezra 7, and Psalm 7 if you're reading through the Old Testament this year. This devotional is about Ezra 7. Let's read it. Many years later, during the reign of Artaxerxes, king of Persia, Ezra, son of Sariah, the son of Azariah, the son of Hilkiah, the son of Shalom, the son of Zadok, the son of Ahitub, the son of Amariah, the son of Azariah, the son of Meriath, the son of Zerahiah, the son of Uzi, the son of Bucky, the son of Abishua, the son of Phineas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the chief priest. This Ezra came up from Babylon. He was a scribe skilled in the law of Moses, which the Lord, the God of Israel, had given. The king had granted Ezra all his requests, for the hand of the Lord his God was upon him. So in the seventh year of King Artaxerxes, he went up to Jerusalem with some of the Israelites, including priests, Levites, singers, gatekeepers, and temple servants. Ezra arrived in Jerusalem in the fifth month of the seventh year of the king. He had begun the journey from Babylon on the first day of the first month, and he arrived in Jerusalem on the first day of the fifth month, for the gracious hand of his God was upon him. For Ezra had set his heart to study the law of the Lord, to practice it, and to teach its statues and ordinances in Israel. This is the text of the letter King Artaxerxes had given to Ezra the priest and scribe, an expert in the commandments and statutes of the Lord to Israel, Artaxerxes, king of kings, to Ezra the priest, the scribe of the law of the God of heaven. Greetings. I hereby decree that any volunteers among the Israelites in my kingdom, including the priests and Levites, may go up with you to Jerusalem. You are sent by the king and his seven counselors to evaluate Judah and Jerusalem according to the law of your God, which is in your hand. Moreover, you are to take with you the silver and gold that the king and his counselors have freely offered to the God of Israel, whose dwelling is in Jerusalem, together with all the silver and gold you may find in the province of Babylon, as well as the freewill offerings of the people and priests to the house of their God in Jerusalem. With this money, therefore, you are to buy as many bulls, rams, and lambs as needed, together with their grain offerings and drink offerings, and offer them on the altar at the house of your God in Jerusalem. You and your brothers may do whatever seems best with the rest of the silver and gold, according to the will of your God. You must deliver to the God of Jerusalem all the articles given to you for the service of the house of your God. And if anything else is needed for the house of your God that you may have occasion to supply, you may pay for it from the royal treasury. I, King Artaxerxes, decree to all the treasurers west of the Euphrates, whatever Ezra the priest, the scribe of the law of God of heaven, may require of you, it must be provided promptly. Up to a hundred talents of silver, a hundred cores of wheat, a hundred baths of wine, a hundred baths of olive oil, and salt without limit. Whatever is commanded by the God of heaven must be done diligently for his house. For why should wrath fall on the realm of the king and his sons? And be advised that you have no authority to impose tribute, duty, or toll on any of the priests, Levites, singers, doorkeepers, temple servants, or other servants of this house of God. And you, Ezra, according to the wisdom of your God which you possess, are to appoint magistrates and judges to judge all the people west of the Euphrates, all who know the laws of your God. And you are to teach these laws to anyone who does not know them. 
If anyone does not keep the law of your God and the law of the king, let a strict judgment be executed against him, whether death, banishment, confiscation of property, or imprisonment. Blessed be the Lord, the God of our fathers, who has put into the heart of the king to honor the house of the Lord in Jerusalem, and who has shown me favor before the king, his counselors, and all his powerful officials. And because the hand of the Lord my God was upon me, I took courage and gathered the leaders of Israel to return with me. This is God's word. Isn't it interesting that this book of the Bible is named after someone who doesn't appear until chapter 7? And this book of Ezra has only 10 chapters. So the man Ezra is absent from most of it. And yet, it is fitting that this book is named after Ezra, because Ezra, as we will see, was given by God to be a key spiritual leader for Israel. Verses 1-5 through five told us that Ezra had the human pedigree needed to hold the office of priest. You can also see verse 11, which calls him Ezra the priest. This was important because of God's commands about the office of priest. But one could be humanly qualified to be a priest without actually being a true spiritual leader. Eli's sons from another era are one example of that. So what made Ezra so special? Well, the grace of God, of course. But in keeping with that grace, Ezra prepared himself before he showed up to Jerusalem to be a spiritual leader in Israel. He was a teacher well-versed in the law of Moses, which the Lord, the God of Israel, had given. That's the NIV's reading of verse 6. Ezra prepared to teach God's word before he showed up to serve as a leader of God's people. That preparation is elaborated on in verse 10. How did he become the man, verse 6 says, was well-versed in the law of Moses? According to verse 10, he had devoted himself to the study of the law of the Lord. That's the NIV's reading. In other words, Ezra put in the time. He was in the word himself. That's not all, though, because verse 10 goes on to say, Ezra had devoted himself to the observance of the law of the Lord. That means he obeyed it himself. After Ezra learned what it said, he abided by it in the way that he lived his life. Only then did he devote himself to teaching its decrees and laws in Israel, as verse 10 in the NIV says. This is the pattern that anyone and everyone who leads spiritually must follow. We must be in the word personally, applying it personally, and obeying it personally before we teach it to others. If we try to teach without study, we will lead people to error and false doctrine. If we study without application, we will be exposed as hypocrites, creating a crisis of credibility for ourselves and causing some who follow us to stumble. Are you an elder in the church? A deacon or deaconess? A teacher or small group leader? An Awana leader? A parent? Almost every one of us is leading someone in some way. May the Lord use Ezra's method of preparation for leadership to call us to prepare well before we speak the word in God's name. If you found this devotional helpful, please sign up to receive it every day in your email. Go to dailypbj.com slash subscribe and subscribe for free. That means every morning in your email, you'll find one email that has a link to the audio, video, and transcript of these devotionals, and that will cue you to be in the Word of God every day yourself. I'm looking for financial support to help me with the expenses and the ongoing work that making these videos requires. 
If you'd like to help, I'm looking for monthly donors, so please go to dailypbj.com support. Please share this with someone who might be encouraged to grow in their faith with it, and I'll see you next time. May God bless you. Have a great day.